do we gotta do? So there's one link. You gotta share you from gotta the group. Keep okay. sharing that motherfucker. So once it goes live and loud and nerdy, we're live now. And then we're I'll play the oh. oh god. know the camera's on and the show just starts it just starts as a mind of its own well no i'm just saying like then you don't know the camera's on and the show just starts welcome to loud and nerdy on a wednesday night paul spratt how are you doing master comedian paul spratt how you doing i'm here i'm living the dream i'm living the dream as well my name is jw Caldwell. thank you very much for joining us uh we want to remind everybody to share the link we are live on a Wednesday night. We got a good show planned for you. We got Battle of the Franchises. We got Battle of the Badasses not really going your way again. We got a lot of good things going. Um, got some news. We got a, a good friend of the show, Velvet uh, Von Black, joining us for Movie Motivation. She wants to uh, – she had a request. She wants to stump Sprat for her birthday. So actually, we're gonna have you actually playing uh, playing parties too, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever. Well, you know, it, it's okay. It, you know, you 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 do what you got to do, and and we're gonna do what we got to do. So uh, we're here. So we're here. We're gonna do what we got to do. Well, that, but that's the truth. Like that's where we're at. I mean, um, but it's a Wednesday night. Uh, there's a lot of pop culture stuff happening. We've had we've had a lot of trailer drops as theaters inch ever so closely to opening for for good and and you know a lot of people getting vaccinated and moving towards whatever. Um, so a lot of trailer drops last twenty four hours. People just movies that sequels that I don't know that we need. Um, and then movies and bodyguard. You can shut your. Poor mouth, JW. Well, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't actually talking about that one. <laughs> Every um, we, Ryan Reynolds can keep making whatever movies he keeps making. I don't care. And Hitman Bodyguard was a super fun movie. So Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. I, it's just a preview of Deadpool and Nick Fury. Except uh, <laughs> it's a pre- Samuel L. Jackson. Except you're adding Samuel Selma Hayek. <laughs> um, the first one is actually an underrated action comedy. It actually, yeah. they have they have a lot of chemistry. Uh, oh, new people! New people joining the show today. Share the link. David Madison, who is also a, a filmmaker, love the Star Wars toys. Can I don't know if he's making fun of me or not. Microphones way the fuck over there. There we go. Oh, there you can hear. I it's don't know. It's my first that- day. I'm terrible at this. Yeah, uh, no, it's not his first day. Can't hear Paul. That's uh, your- um, th- I don't you know hear me David- now. I don't know if David's making the, fun of me or not. The, the Verizon David, commercial. David Madison. David Madison is a great filmmaker. He, he does a lot of low budget stuff. That's amazing. Um, especially like uh, heartfelt messages to his hometown and uh, cool, interesting Halloween movies. And him and I continually fight about movies all the time. So I don't know if he's making fun of me because of the Star Wars toys or if he's if he likes the Star Wars toys. The Star Wars toys are actually, I think they're cool. Black Series is pretty, pretty hip. Do but you anyway. just rotate what's behind you for every show? I, I do. I change. I do. I do. Oh, I'm so glad you noticed. Thank you for noticing. I do. I pay attention. This, uh, people notice. They always talk about it. Okay, he's not making fun of me. Thank God. Um, My stuff no. can't make it. Like you can't. I have one sign. You well, can't you read could. It. You could. Blurry. You could. You could. You know, juice it up a little bit. I mean, otherwise, we always think that somebody's going to murder you from that that room behind you. I mean, that's the appeal, though. I think people 
want to see like, him get murdered? I if I'm going to die or not. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, today, tonight's uh, figure. Well, we have Thrawn. Thrawn's going to be staying for a while until he makes his appearance in Star Wars universe. But tonight's uh, tonight's figure is a carbonized version of Boba Fett. I have more Boba Fett uh, figures than than I than I need. My wife is actually. I'm sick of she. She actually just turned to me at one point and said, "I'm totally sick of Boba Fett." And I'm like, "How can you be sick of Boba Fett?" And she's like, "Because you have like seven Boba Fett toys that are." <laughs> just keep buying the same well one. this one's i said but this one's special this one's carbonized so basically they do a metallic sheen on the figure so it doesn't look like a traditional figure it looks like a cool like he's like he's almost like the tin man kind of thing but so. here's my thing you don't open them do you what idiot so why am i buying toys i can't play with that's stupid well, I'll give you an example. I know they they hold their value if you don't open them, but yeah, like that's, okay. So this is actually something I stumbled upon. This is a new thing I'm doing uh, that I've I'm just I, looking I at. Thought, it. Like, I, this would be I, really fun to pretend Boba way. Fett's doing shit, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the, but I just came upon a new company that actually will package them in plastic, so it actually the boxes can't be damaged either. So like this one is a is a hand solo toy, and then I also have another. It's not uh, a toy. It's just a display. Well, but they're collector's items. Toys oh, are please. to play with. Please. Yeah, I mean, the people who so collect like, them don't I even might open, open them. I might open this one. But this one's in plastic. See, he's, they're the same what? figure. They're the same figure. One's in plastic and one's in not in plastic. We're really getting the nerdy of loud nerdy out hard yeah, no, no, in the beginning it, of this fine. episode. In the beginning it's of this hard. episode. We are nerdy hard. I got call, called out by it, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm I not, get it. I get it. a lot of people collect, like, their Funko Pops and stuff are really big, but, like, I don't know. Like, mine are. I, I have an Iron Man and a Howard the Duck. Part of it. I, I mean, I'm. Uh, and they're out of the box. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Howard's laying down, though. He's he's on his. Uh, How, you, have, you have a Howard the Duck figure? Yeah. Okay, wait. It's not just me. See, Jerry does the same thing. I do the same thing. Okay, so you actually have yours out? That figure's yeah, not working. Yeah, take them out of the box. I don't give a fuck. Part, I, I, you want to know what the problem is? You want to know why I don't open them anymore? Because I had the 77, 78 versions, 79 versions of Star Wars toys. I still have and them, yeah, actually. And now there's so much money. Yeah, and now they're worth so much money, but they're not because I opened yeah, them. Kyle and, makes a solid, solid point. You buy two and one to open and fuck with. But No, I, my, my mom every once in a while got me a bunch of these. I have an Iron Man one, too, back there. Iron Man and Howard the Duck. So, David Madison is requesting to come in for a minute. Do you want to let him in? We should let him in. Let him in. We don't, we don't really in. do are, that. Are we going to argue about toys? I don't know. What I, kind I, of I, adult plays with dolls, though? They're not dolls, Jordan. They're, they're action toys. figures. Action figures. It means they do Please, action stuff. Please, get that stuff. shit right. Um, do you so have a link to send them? I, I have a link. I'm working on it right now. I got it. I got it. The I'm show working just on it. comes to a screeching halt when technology gets involved. <laughs> technology sucks. Okay, David, I'm sending it to you now. It's in Facebook. Give me a second. Actually, I fucked that up. David That's Madison. Bad. Yeah. He, uh, no, no, no. He knows. He knows uh, Brian O'Halloran. Brian O'Halloran was right? in his movies. Yes. We know Brian supposed to be here today. The, <laughs> we're gonna invite him in before Velvet joins us for uh, movie motivation. I, I think he might make fun of my toys, toy collection. I don't know. God, I hope but so. I'm, I'm, I, oh. Well, something, <laughs> Jordan something says has whatever to... I say. Listen, there's adult well, toys, Jordan. but it's not this type of show. <laughs> yeah, we don't. 
what kind of adult plays with dolls though? It's not, they're not dolls. Nobody like, can, dolls, well, they don't keep those ones in the box for collector collector's editions. Those ones definitely. Well, some of them depends on who you got. Let's oh wait, let's what, bring David in for toys? a second. Well, yeah, David. Hey, hey. I have not hey. seen you in forever. How are you doing, man? Hold on one second, because I have both of you, both streams going on, and there's a uh -oh. couple seconds delay. I just put the other one off. First <laughs> yeah, this off, one's a little ahead. Yes, my apologies for. You, you think I know how to do this by now? First <laughs> off, I yeah, want to say, show, don't you? You have a show too. Yes, if you want to call it, I, I call it a more of a train wreck. It's a train wreck every well, week. Welcome to this one. Welcome to our. <laughs> yes, that's every week for us. I first wanted to come on. To say that JW, I met JW probably over 10 years ago when he was doing uh, uh, movie reviews for the local NBC affiliate. And JW, I love you. You're awesome. I really do. <laughs> oh, now, this is now, the opposite of now, what I wanted you to come now, on and now, do. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that we have totally different tastes in movies. And for the last 10 years, I'll put something like, wow, that last uh, Endgame sucked ass. It was for mindless... Uh, uh, infantile bo bozos and and JW would literally come on uh, onto my Facebook and 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 and, and vehemently uh, oppose yes oppose my, yes. my 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 reviews and I'm totally cool with that so please I stopped never... coming on because I didn't I, you know what you made a point at one point where you said you're coming on here and I'm like and and here's the thing I had something happen to me the same way somebody came on my page and did the same thing and I was thinking. Yeah, at that point, I am the bozo. So I stopped. I'm glad you came on, though. And by the way, the taste in movies things, not necessarily true because you have two posters behind you and a po and a and another poster behind you that are all things I love. So, oh, thank you. I hope yeah. I hope you're talking about I hope you're talking about this one right there. <laughs> that's Mr. Hush. Yes, that's I, the I, one. I said I said the third one. <laughs> that would be the third one. The first two behind your head are 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 one are one one a. If I'm going by that room. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm not going to take up. And I know you have a big show planned, and I didn't want to take up anything. Uh, I whoa, just whoa, whoa, to... whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't use that plan word too hard. Don't give us that much credit. Like, we don't have a rundown or anything. We just kind of <laughs> go. It's all tangential stuff. But I, I do appreciate you. And you and I have had some great movie debates. We've had some really good debates. Um, and I do, I do enjoy your, your, your taste. I, I love fighting with you. I think you and I are like... <laughs> You and I are the yin and yang. If like if we, they could put us on a balcony, we'd be like Statler and Waldorf, I think. You know what's funny is that uh, the last couple of years, I've been hanging out with those Clark's assholes way too much, and I've become mean <laughs> and bitter like those guys, like Brian and Scott and Kevin and all those guys, the View Askew universe. Those guys are just really mean-spirited guys, and they rubbed off on me. I used to be a really just a really lovely, nice, uh, soft-spoken uh pennsylvania guy but so that's why i come off as such a prick on my facebook so please don't take it personally uh, i love uh, the reason i brought up the toys is that i th on my show last friday uh, last sunday it's not on fridays anymore uh brian o'halloran uh from dante from clerks and uh and the gentleman who starred in warlock movie named craig hurley were having a big argument about star wars toys so that was where I was making wait, that wait, connection. Wait, 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 did Brian O'Halloran was pro opening or con opening? Brian is totally pro opening. They were both major Star Wars geeks. But as you know, I, I know, am, I do know that. Uh, 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 as you know, 
I think that Star Wars is Star Trek's mildly retarded second cousin. So I was totally anti them. And, uh, and you know, one's a space a opera, one's a space opera, one's a space utopia, David. No, no, one's, I get one's it. a Western, one's a Western, one's not. We're going to have yeah. a disagreement. One's again. smart, no. one, one's not. I, I get it. <laughs> I understand right. that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, listen, now that you, you've invaded our show, we might have to come and invade your show. Come you on. guys, you guys are always welcome. It's Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. Uh, okay. Uh, so you guys will, I always have a, either a pop culture icon or, or, or a horror film icon. This week, we're going to have Serena Vincent from, uh, she was from the Eli Roth picture. I'm having a brain fart Hostel. right now. Hostel. Hostel. No, 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 no. The, the first one. Oh, the, uh, Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever, yeah. Sorry. Um, Which she's chick also, was she in Cabin Fever? The one that almost lives? The one that peels. Oh, she's the, gross. And she's also the, she's also uh, the Yellow Power Ranger, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, so. Yeah. Lots of pop culture there. Yeah, lots but, of pop yeah. culture. Thank you for coming in, and yeah. thank you for watching the show, and we appreciate you. And I, I always watch your show. You guys are awesome. JW, Paul, it's a pleasure to meet you both. And anytime nice you guys want to come well. in on a Sunday night, come stop by. I will. For sure. Have a good day. Yeah. Thank Take you care, very guys. much. Bye. It's good having visitors every once in a while. We have another visitor waiting in the wings. We should bring her in. It's her, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Well, oh, day night before birthday. Night before. It's her birthday. It's it's her it's her unbirthday, and then tomorrow will be her birthday. Velvet Come on, we're Von only like Black. Three and a half hours off. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, but you don't want it. You have an unbirthday, so it's like Alice in Wonderland. How are you? How are you, darling? I am freaking exhausted. My insomnia is is I'm convinced it's trying to kill me. But that aside, I'm fine. <laughs> Mine's okay. always trying to kill me. We've we've got visitors. I'm, I'm You're here tonight me. before your birthday to stump Paul. Paul needs oh, a win no. because he's he's doing terrible in the drafting. It's bad. Not getting a win. I'm down by two now. I think was it six four? Seven five. Is it? You're close. Oh yeah, we were five five, and then yeah. Yeah, it's seven five uh, because Hermione's awesome. Math is pretty hard, and the Winchester brothers are also awesome. We'll get to that Hermione later. Though. Not have won that. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Are you, but have you even seen Taken Velvet? Yes. All three of them. Really? Specific set yeah. of skills, like murder. Yeah, people. she has. She has a specific set of skills too. Obliviate. Oh, boom, bang him. What was it? She and bang Harry, right? She bang the other one. Ron. Ron. But anyway, Velvet. He needs a he needs a win. He needs she a win. With Ron's wand, he's so not getting the win. It's my birthday. <laughs> you're, you're the, she wants to stump me. So people, I live to stump you. I'm beginning you. to think. So Paul Paul earlier in the day sent me a message where he's like, "Where did all the votes for the Winchester brothers come from?" And it was very it was very like conspiracy theory kind of like yeah just, just bad. And then I'm I'm just beginning to think people are out to get you, Paul. They are out to get you. You know when you started getting paranoid when they all started plotting against you. It really that's how it works. <laughs> that's when yeah, you feel it. Making the hashtag stump threat didn't help, but I'm not sorry. So Kyle brings Don't. this up. He needs so much more than a win. That's nah. probably probably. I'm not He's touching just upset that. Guy. Howard Howard the Duck wasn't part of the badass collection. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's still on Howard the Duck. Hold on. Okay. I got to get this out. I got to get this uh -oh. out. What's happening? What is she writing? 
This is gonna. I feel like this is answering the chat while on the show. I feel like she's. I feel like. Yes, I agree with that. She has written "fuck the duck," and I am all about that. Just remember that you're all about my notes because, yeah, that's a thing. I'm all about the notes. All about the notes. No trouble. No. Okay. Just, just Um, remember that for later. Just keep it in mind. Wow, I don't know what's gonna happen, Paul. This seems. See, this has gone dark. This has gone dark very fast. So we're gonna we're doing movie motivation. What inspires you? Good speeches, good good mo- good mojo out in the universe, or depending on what side of the universe you fall on. You know, if you're a devil's rejects kind of gal, maybe it's a little bit darker but fun. Still, hey, it's the only movie I like. Relax. I was being complimentary. I was okay. being complimentary. Don't okay. give me the finger. I was being I complimentary, baby girl. Only... All right, hold on, Two? but you have to realize. I only give people the finger to their face when I love them. Oh, okay. Uh, well, when I so do it behind your so back, it's this. me. By the way, I, I just I, I hate when it does that. I hate when it does that. But anyway. Um, when your okay. finger just goes up? Did you just it do just, the Guardians thing? I, I, well, no, I did the I did Top Gun, actually, because we're going to talk about that in the news. But we're going to do Velvet first because it's her birthday. And we want to make sure she's okay. How big is that drink? Jesus this what are you is... Do- what are you drinking? Is it vodka? What is it? Ice water. Just ice water? It, yeah, it's just ice water. I have my very favorite um, bottled adult beverage in the fridge getting cold. But this nice. is just okay. ice water. Okay, so we're doing movie motivation. Stuff to inspire during these dark times before we end this pandemic and get back to moderate amounts of life. <laughs> uh, I, we'll I'm not th- inspirational today. I went with something birthday themed. All right. Okay. That's fine. Wow. Are you? Are you? You're in so much Could trouble. Be inspirational to you? I don't know. Oh no, it's okay. totally not inspirational. Okay. Well, it's that not. it goes against everything we're doing with motivation. But she's here, and she's going to do it. So maybe it's motivating. And maybe Could be motivating it's, somebody. It's going to be motivating you to try to get a win because you need to that. be able to get a pick. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to do three, two, one, and then you're going to perform Velvet. Are we ready? I'm ready. Movie motivation. Velvet Von Black joining us on a Wednesday night. Three, two, one, action. First, you need to know something about them. The beautiful ones. The flawless four. Everyone wanted to be them. You know them. They went to your school, too. They totally ruled. The one in green, that's Courtney. She was the leader. She was like Satan in heels. The blonde, Marcy Fox, a legend in her own little mind, known to herself as Foxy. The leggy one with the pigtails is Julie, doomed to be popular because of that face and because she was best friends with the one in pink. That's Liz Purr. She was special. Everybody loved Liz, not just because she was beautiful and popular and rich and smart. She was all of those things. But more than anything, she was sweet. Courtney ruled with terror, but Liz ruled with kindness. She was like the Princess Di of Reagan High, and that pissed Courtney off. Liz Purr was just, well, she was just perfect. I used to dream about what it would be like to be her, Elizabeth Purr. It's a shame about what happened to Liz. That was no way to wake up on your 17th birthday. 
I am gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna, before I even guess this, I'm gonna say he has never ever seen this movie, and it's a shame if he hasn't. But I'm gonna say he's never ever seen this movie. I love this. Movie. I know I, I I can see you totally loving this movie. Do you have a guess? I mean, here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest with you, Velvet. If he if he gives any one of a number of cool guesses that he could guess, because he, he he I would I would be happy if he comes up, up with. I'll give you three guesses on this one, and if you come up with three movies I'm thinking of, I'll give you the first pick later. Ooh. I, don't, I don't think I don't think you're gonna get the first pick. Doesn't work out for me because you always fuck me when I pick first, so it works out for you. It's a bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, it's your birthday. You can pick first, so you just can pick whatever beats whatever I pick. Okay, uh, hold on. I gotta I gotta like ask for a quick timeout here because I think I missed it. So I know you guys are having this this little badass back and forth thing. But does the winner, like the person that gets the most uh, weekly badasses, get something, or is this just bragging no, rights? I think it's just shit talking. It's bragging rights, and actually, we're gonna. We're, I think we were talking about the the next evolution of the badass tournament is that we will take the winners from the first round and pit them against winners from like his winners versus my winners. So yeah, it's just gonna be ongoing it's, it, for probably. It's gonna be ongoing. We we just it like it. Like it. It encourages people to. People get excited that there's two things to vote for for the week. Yeah, no, that's totally cool. I just I couldn't remember like if you guys said it, did I miss it? It originally, it, it originally, it, the badass tournament started out as an offshoot Final Four thing that we wanted to do, like right, around March Madness, right? But it's become so much more because now it's now it's become a battle of wills between him and I, where he picks people I like, I take people he loves. And we pit him against, like, we, not necessarily what we want to do, but it's it, it, it hurts. Indiana yeah, Jones versus John McClane hurts. Yeah, Buffy versus John Wick hurt him. So, yeah, so there's just... We're not uh, talking about Buffy versus fucking John Wick. <laughs> it was an amazing win. No, it was awful. You, no, you, do know why that, you do know why that happened, right? You know that he picked Buffy to hurt me, right? Well, Buffy losing um, kind of made me want to like torch loud and nerdy. So oh, I don't well, the idea is eventually a bracket tournament, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, so come is on. It, okay, so the Breakfast so Club. Yeah, no. Breakfast Breakfast Club. No, that's one of the ones I was thinking. So continue. Do you have any other any mean other girls? high school? That's the other one of the other ones I was thinking. It that's a up, good guess, but these no. are good guesses. He comes up with the third one I was thinking. It wouldn't. It wouldn't actually work because you gave the names away. But God, I you know. I don't have a third guess because I remember Velvet specifically saying she hates ten things about I hate about you. So so she hates that movie. She does hate that movie. So it wouldn't be that. uh, But okay. So if you had said Heather's, I would have liked Heather's. Heather's would have been a good choice. Heather's would have been. Heather's is the. Heather's is the. Is the godparent of the movie that Velvet is that Velvet likes. Velvet does like specific things from the '90s, and this movie is a movie called Jawbreaker. Oh, that makes sense. But no, I've never seen that movie. You you should okay. you'd like it. It's, you it's, really it's, should. It's an underrated. It's an underrated teen. Uh, <laughs> it's an underrated teen. Heather's ish. Yeah, it's not yeah. really coming of age. I mean, it's, I guess it's a little bit coming of age. It's 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 brutal though. It's an absolutely it's brutal movie. Brutal. And Rose McGowan is so fucking hot in it. 
She's hot. And Manson. And she was Manson hot in Phantoms, yo. Yeah, um, but Manson didn't make a cameo in that. No. No, that's true. But, um, so, hey. Paul Spratt, you've been stumped. Happy birthday. Just keeping oh, the train alive, baby. I, I, <laughs> I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, um, Heather's, Heather's a great one. Jawbreaker's really good. It's in the same vein. It's very, it's, it's, it's very dark. <laughs> um, also, other movies that are in the same vein, like, um, Trying to think of dark, dark teen movies, dark high school movies like uh, *River's Edge*. <laughs> Let press Rob Zombie rules. Nice. Um, what, what is this? Get this off my this podcast. This is payback for what you did to me when I volunteered as tribute. Just so we're clear, uh, Leto, Leto for Prez. Oh. Yes. Uh, but oh. this is the big one because you gave me a Rob Zombie sucks and then hung up on my ass but when I volunteered as tribute because oh. your dude backed oh, out. I remember yeah, that, that. that, that, that I is remember true. that. But here's the thing. But Rob Zombie, he's a good musician. Yes. I just think you should stick to music is all. Well, then you wouldn't have Devil's Rejects. That's the only one that's decent, by the way. I just want to throw I mean, that out White there. White Zombie is pretty good. Um, all right, I will own that Three from Hell got totally fucked up, but that was largely because he wrote a movie for Sid, and Sid was not able to do it. But here, here's the thing, Velvet. The other thing about it is, I think he's just he's a one trick pony, and if he if he, what's the tell me? Okay, and, you, and here's the thing. Here's here's my thing. I remember reading an interview with him and trying to give him a chance. I'm not particularly in love with House of a Thousand Corpses. Devil's Rejects, I can understand the the raw kind of 70s grit vibe. Oh, it was way 70s vibe. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But the movie <laughs> that ruins Rob Zombie for me is Halloween. Um, oh, you guys have had this argument 6,000 times. Halloween fanatic. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm a Halloween fanatic. Yes. <laughs> the okay, whole but podcast. Do you know? Wait, hold on. I got to point the right way. Do you know where this came from? Um, I feel like this is a trick question. Rob Zombie. You have Rob Zombie fingernails? No, my <laughs> no, name her is name. Jackass. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought you were you just... No, Velvet trying... is not my legal name. I know that, you but You know still. my legal name. Yeah, I know, but still, I don't... That was so, okay. Rob so that's Zombie the, movie. So Devil's Rejects and Velvet Von Black are the only good things about Rob Zombie. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, I won't oh. say it sucks. I'll just say he's at least giving me one thing. Two <laughs> things I like. Disagree and compromise. Winning. Two trick pony. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Thank you for joining us. You have a happy birthday, my love. Happy Thank birthday, you. Trouble. Wow. Thank you for stumping Thank me, Thank you for stumping Paul. Thank you for letting me stump. eventually watch. I, he, didn't, he didn't let you. Jawbreak will go on the same list with Cat Eyes of movies I was supposed to watch and haven't yet. <laughs> I think you'll actually like it. I mean, it's right. it's kind of fun like, in a vicious way. Cat's eye, cat's yeah. eye is, cat's eye is dated, but no. I know Missy loves it. But Bye, okay, Velvet. thank you for joining us. Bye, Velvet. I still gotta watch it. Missy asked me to watch it. I just so, keep forgetting about it. But until, that, unless that's I'm doing the podcast, and then I was like, I gotta watch Cat Eyes. <laughs> you never got around to it. The anthologies, um, so many anthologies. We were watching so many horror movies at the time. Um, but you got some, oh, that's yeah. not a bad, that's not a bad song, but Jawbreaker is an underrated movie. It, it was one of those nineties, uh, dark, just pitch black, you know, um, 
mixing sex and violence and just it, it is one. Pitch Black is a great Vin Diesel movie. <laughs> pitch, pitch Black is. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good people in the movie though. Like it has Rose McGowan, Rebecca Gayhart, um, so William Cat and PJ Souls. So both somebody from Carrie and somebody from uh, Halloween. Carol Kane's in it. Marilyn Manson's in it. For for fuck's sake, so many people in that movie. So she picked a good one for you, actually. Um, it is okay. Winning. You you are. Um, let's get to the news. Do we have Do we have the? Oh yeah, we could we could play the news thing. I apologize that there are not more graphics. Yeah, it's it's okay. Your boy's been busy and. I forgot to do a lot. Well, I didn't forget to do a lot of it. I didn't get a chance to do a lot of it. And that's on me. I apologize. I know you guys hate it when there's no graphics. It's been a couple weeks in November. I don't, but you know, it is what it is. So We'll get back to so it. So Top Gun got moved back this week. That's one of the big news stories of the week. So Tom well, Cruise... Not so, just so, that. Everything that Paramount's making got moved back. Yeah, well, Tom Cruise, it leaves a lot in its wake. So it was supposed to open in July 4th quarter. It's not going to be open Thanksgiving. So it's going to be going head-to-head with Spider... With... um. One of the Marvel movies, uh, probably Shang-Chi or one of those. The Eternals. And the Eternals, that's the one. The Eternals is November 4th, I think. But, so, um, they moved it for a couple reasons. One, it was in between Fast and Furious and Black Widow. So they wanted out of there. But they also moved it because they're gearing up for one of the biggest Tom Cruise, like, tours his press tours are going to be global. Like he's going to go all over the world and he can't do that in May or July. He needs to wait till November because some, some countries are still shut down. Um, and one of the interesting things that they were looking at, uh, the new thing is for um, executive studios. Wait, so what to, is like, you going to do special in his world tour? Or whatever he's going to go all over the place. He's going to go to every country in the world where the movie's opening which isn't something he would be capable of doing in July um, because some, th- some countries are still shut down because of the pandemic. Um, so the decision to lay Top Gun is, it isn't a signal that other p- temples are moved. Remember last week when we were talking about this, it was, I was worried that, that maybe bigger movies would move, but that's not what this is. Uh, basically the Hollywood reporter has it that, that Cruz wants to embark on a world tour in advance of the opening. Uh, something that he feels is impossible in much of Europe where there are again lockdowns and possibly Japan, where there might be a lockdown again. So he, he pushed it back, but it, it set off a shockwave because you got Memorial Day schedule staying intact with A Quiet Place Part 2 going up against Cruella. You got uh, In the Heights opening in June and Fanta- uh, Fast and Furious 9, which dropped the trailer this week that was bonkers insane. Um, Black Widow is going to be uh, July 9th, and then because of the move of Top Gun, uh, the G.I. Joe standalone movie Snake Eyes is coming out in July. So there's first off, I didn't know they were this far along with the Snake Eyes movie. Yeah, like what? It, well, there's no trail? No, <laughs> there's not, no, no nothing. buzz about it. Well, except that the buzz is that Henry Golding's in it, and he was in, you know, uh, Crazy Young, Crazy Rich Asians, and he was in um, the Last Christmas movie. So he's kind of hot, and he's playing Snake Eyes. I don't know. But... I'm getting the vibe it's going to be bad. Because if they're not talking well, about it, you know what I mean? Like, where's the marketing? July's they, not that far away. They haven't made a good G.I. Joe movie at all. No, um, not even close. So 
Uh, but if you're going to make a good G.I. Joe movie, I would say that my favorite character from the old G.I. Joe sh- series has always been Snake Eyes. I, I we were talking about toys right. earlier on the show. But they ruined had them, the, the other one. I had the Snake Eyes. Well, they didn't know what to do. They gave him that weird face plate thing. And then the second one, they kind of did it better. Rise of Cobra, they did a little bit better. They gave him like... It, like well, they the also put one, Bruce Willis in Rise of Cobra for some weird reason. Like that's... Because it was Bruce Willis. It was right yeah, before but, Bruce okay. started doing all the stuff. Um... So it, it's doing interesting. Stuff. Terrible movies. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's where we're at. He's now he's doing he's direct the video stuff now, but he's making a ton of money. Guy. He's yeah. made a ton of money. Um, but so what? What's interesting is theater owners all over the country are struggling to stay open, but they're the 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 calendar changes so much when a major title like this decides to go. What they're really upset about is more of the day and date stuff. So Top Gun, we know, isn't going to be opening on the Paramount Network. We know it's definitely going to be in theaters only. Um, but Black Widow and In the Heights, In the Heights, just made the decision to go day and date too. So it's we're we're in uncharted waters. I think everything should be back to normal by the time we hit October, November. I'm hoping. But Top Gun Maverick moving out of the July Fourth poll um, is kind this of a fall weird. movie movie window is going to be insanity. Like well, it, it's it, going to be like summer it, blockbusters in, in, in winter. Yes. It's well, but here's the thing. Like the problem is going to be that nothing's going to get a chance to breathe. And there are going to be movies that take up all the oxygen. Like Spider-Man's going to take up all the oxygen as, as Christmas week. If Spider-Man's Christmas, not till Christmas, but if, but if theaters are open and Spider-Man's just sitting there by itself and Christmas, it is going to eat every single thing alive that comes anywhere near it. Um, and I'm not talking like, I think we've, we've progressed so much that um, it, we're just, it, it's going to be brutal. One of the other major stories of the week was the arcs, uh, the arc Cinerama Dome, which is an arc Lake theater. Cinerama Dome is in uh, California. It's in LA and it's one of the greatest movie theaters um, ever opened, ever envisioned. It's been around, for almost 60, 70 years. Um, it opened in 1963. And it's basically a landmark. It's a place where they had a lot of movie premieres when you were a kid. So if you ever like, if you ever saw a picture of, um, if you ever saw like the Cinerama, it was, it was like a, a way that the screen wrapped around you. And this is one of the first places in the country to do it. And it was, so it opened in 63. It was recently purchased by Arclight, but Arclight is closing all of their theaters. All 300 screens in California are closed permanently. There was another. So, was that? There was two other ones that closed forever too. Yeah, I think I saw the article. It, it's it, it, it. But these are the Cinerama Dome, though, is one of those theaters where um, the ArcLight on Sunset Boulevard is a theater where where they had like props from movies. It was a place where ushers introduced the movies, so it was like a personalized introduction of a film that the usher really liked. They would come out, they would have the, you know their bow tie and their little hat, and they would introduce the movie of what it was, what you're going to see. Uh, they also, you know, uh, were very heavy against children going to the theater, heavy against talking, heavy against late arrivals, cell phone use. So if it was, and it became a place where moviegoers could go and just see things, a place where they remembered seeing things. And, and I was thinking about that. We're we're clearly in a place with theaters where we are losing some of the places where we may have experienced things that we've we've watched forever, like things we watched, and everybody has their theater where they go see things or the theaters where they 
they meet up with friends and family. Like, thank, thank good. My theater is not closed here in Florida and I'm two weeks away from shot is next Wednesday, baby. Um, I'm two weeks away. Do you from watch nobody? The, nobody doesn't come out on demand till um, Friday. Oh, I thought it did last week. Uh, I'll, next week we were talking about nobody. I'll be talking about my second shot, whether or not my arm's going to fall off while we're doing the show. And uh, I'll, we'll be talking about nobody, but I saw him. The other big story of the week, uh, trailer, trailer, trailer. So, got trailers. Well, I guess for, since movies are allowed to come out now, they might as well release these trailers. Well, the Fast and Furious <laughs> 9 trailer came out. The trailer I do want to talk about, though, is is the Zack Snyder Army of the Dead trailer, which I, I thought the concept was stupid to begin with, and now it just... It's dumber. It's dumber than it possibly... Like, I, I watched the trailer, and I like Zack Snyder, and I know... I, we should give him a benefit of a doubt for a dead nope. movie. And I, nope. Nope. I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about Justice League. Snyder no, I don't even care because right? the rumors are. Well, I mean, they, somebody gave him money for this piece of shit that doesn't look good, and somehow he got Dave Bautista in it. And now, with this <laughs> with this Snyder cut shit, DC is considering letting him make more DC movies, which is a fucking terrible idea. Stop. Just start over. Just start over. <laughs> fix it. Do fix it, it right. Fix it. So, Don't give it back to the dude who fucked it up in the first place. So, first off, I just I want to point out I love zombie movies. Okay, who I'm gonna say you? I'm gonna say to you though. At, well, I, like I'm gonna say to you, I like I like a little intrigue. I like whatever. The new trailer though. So basically, there's a zombie outbreak only in Vegas, and they've basically barricaded Vegas off. And at the beginning of the trailer, a guy shows up and says, I have a way for you to steal $460 million. So it's like it's like Dawn of the Dead had a baby with Ocean's Eleven. But wait, there's more. Midway through the trailer, there's a moment where there's a girl that's been trapped in Vegas for days, I guess. She walks up and says, but they're not zombies. And I'm like, but I thought they were zombies. And then it cuts to a bunch of quick cut scenes where these zombies are not moving like zombies. They're moving like ninjas and they're moving very fast. Like I'm talking 28 days later, but on Florida meth and they're going very fast. And then uh, another bunch of quick cut scenes. And then there are a bunch of zombies at a table. And one of the zombies who looks like Kurgan is leading all of the other zombies. Now, I was, The way you explain that, I'm in. <laughs> you sold it to me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I didn't watch the trailer. I probably won't be in after I watch the trailer. But, I mean, that sounds awesome. <laughs> also, also it, has, it also has zombie tigers, which, I again, I just sat and watched and went, maybe I should have sold it. Um, just give the whole thing to Ben Affleck. Let's fucking go. Give me a give Batman it. standalone Ben Affleck movie. The town. Well, Ben wears a mask. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> give um, me that shit. Oh yeah, no, no. Velvet brings up. Okay, so here's the thing. Velvet brings up. I certainly hope Q makes the news. And while Q has certainly made World War Z and Ghost of Mars, Ghost yeah, of Mars World is underrated. Fire. There's allegedly a sequel to. World They're working War Z on a sequel. Yeah. Ghost of Mars is an underrated John Carpenter film. Um, it's not nearly as good as like. Ice Cube is pretty good in the de facto Kurt Russell role. Um, and it's not nearly as bad as you, like, everybody remembers it. It's actually pretty good. It actually holds up. 
actually, Jerry, the, the Carpenter movie that I've been rewatching uh, on, on a loop recently is Prince of Darkness. Because I think Prince of Darkness never got the love it deserved. Um, but uh, so, so Velvet brings up, I certainly hope Q makes news. Now, while Q has made a lot of news, uh, what Velvet is referring to is that uh, they're filming the second season of Picard for Paramount+. Plus, and John Delancey has made an appearance uh, for, for fans of Star Trek The Next Generation. He is one of the biggest villains in the history of the show. He plays a character called Q. Did you watch Star Trek Q's The Next Generation? actually the best. I mean, Q rocks. Q is Q, like some of the better episodes. Yes. Of, Q, uh, Q, and Q is the creator of the Borg. So... Right, like, and he brings which the also into the other Star Trek universe. great villain, villain of the show. So I mean, yeah, so I mean, but the, but Q is rumored to be part of uh, Picard, and he's been filming. Uh, so it's not like I was thinking about it. And I put a thing up. It's really at this point the only Q I care about is that Q. Um, and John Q. Public, I guess, is where is the, are the only Qs I care about at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, so, allegedly I mean, Picard's very good. I haven't watched it because it's on another streaming platform that I got to pay for, and they can go fuck themselves. So yeah, you're yeah you're anti you're anti streaming right now. What do you I have? Just, there's what, too what's... many of them. There's too many. I have HBO well, Max true. and I have Disney Plus. That's yeah, it. Disney Plus is pretty much is like a now a. I can't get uh, rid of it because they, they do this yeah, weekly shit. Yeah, it's amazing and. The mid-season trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's how that shit's done. That's how it's done. If you need to sell a show, that's how you fucking sell a show. <laughs> well, and, and, or Loki, for that matter, because the Loki trailer is straight fire. The Loki trailer the Loki trailer is straight fire, too. Like I, Disney Plus has got uh, a really big lead right now on... I feel Netflix was, was what everybody had, and everybody loved Netflix, and it was... I come home and watch my Netflix and it's like, now it's like, I don't know. I'm more watching Disney plus and HBO max. And even on occasion, Paramount plus or something like Picard, Picard, I watched the entire season. It was a really great, um, season. I don't know. I don't know where Q fits into this world. Um, but it's, it should be fun. I, I, I having Q on board is, is a great thing. Yes. I complain about that too, John. There's just, why can't they just team up? Why do this is the reason that cable went away is because it was too expensive. Now there's everybody has their own streaming platform. We went right back to cable. <laughs> it's now cable again. Well, everybody's yeah. like streaming is going to kill cable, and then the corporations are like, "Fuck you! You still have to pay cable." So that's what you get, and we're all like, "That's fine." Like we didn't even realize we were just getting fucked over for a second time. Um. So. The other with with Q joining Picard, there was another major uh, character thing taken this weekend. So we're getting Creed three, but no Stallone. So how do you do you feel that the Creed movies are big enough on their own now without a Rocky presence, or do you feel that that's they wrapped it up enough for him to just not be in the third movie? Unless depending on the story, and it was a little bit. it was a little bit in a week where Michael B. Jordan and now made that announcement, uh, and it was right in right in the wheelhouse of uh, there was rumors that Stallone had bought a mansion at Marlago, 
So I don't know if those are tied together. I don't want to say they are, but it was weird that in a week where we're talking about, uh, you know, Stallone uh, signing autographs and making appearances at Marlago, and now he's not in Creed 3, which, again, you're right. I don't think there's enough of a character end for him. Um, yeah, and Velvet says the same thing. He yeah. Usually is. But, but, I mean, but, he also, there's rumors that, uh, yeah, well, to tie into that, which could put more fuel to your theory, is that there also is a Rocky spinoff possibly in the works where Rocky trains an immigrant boxer, which he says is more in line with what's going on in the world now. So you're telling me, so Rocky is not going to be in Creed 3. Uh, Rocky, I mean, Stallone did come out and say like, hey, the storyline's progressed and then the new script works well without me. So I'll have to be in it. I think the Rocky storyline's done. But well, in the same yeah, vein, he was like, "Well, yeah, there's a spinoff where I'm going to train some immigrant kid." So well, yeah, it was very. It was what's very. What's really um, going on? Yeah, and he's still making very, money from Creed, so I don't really right. think he gives it a was fuck. very. It was very. Um, it was very diplomatic the way uh, he pulled back. So I, I'm right. I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like I think the the way he pulled back was actually pretty cool. Um, I I just think it's one of those things where. If it becomes something where, um, if it becomes something, I mean, if where, they do it right, Rocky could do this spinoff movie where he trains this immigrant kid, and the immigrant kid has to fight Creed at some point. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know. But would he train against his own guy? That's that's the question. So I, but that's it, it's interesting. It's an interesting. I don't know what's going to happen there. So I, I, I feel like what Stallone you said is also right. seventy. Like. <laughs> right, but I feel like in Creed too, like his health problems were a real Being interesting part of the story. Yeah, like, and I just think it's one of those things where you're going, "Holy, like, holy shit!" We're now he's not going to have that to fall back on. Um, okay. Well, maybe it was if you really kind of think about it in like a writing character development sense. Maybe like it was a crutch for the character you know, Creed yeah. to develop, where he was always kind of falling yeah, back to Rocky. Maybe it was a crush so in the studios. His own thing. That yeah. having Stallone back there. Yeah. To support. Um, and in one of the feel-good stories of the week, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show played to an empty Portland theater for 54 straight weeks during the pandemic, and his audiences are ready to return to Portland's longest-running movie after, after theaters closed during the pandemic. So, big story. Um... One Portland man was determined to keep a long-standing tradition alive despite theater closures due to COVID, which means showing the Rocky Horror Picture Show to an empty theater for 54 straight weeks. Uh, now with the world slowly backing up, audiences are ready to return once more to see the cult classic on the big screen. Have you done anything for 54 weeks, Paul, that is this kind of a, a devotion? Let's say devotion, because I can't think of anything I do for, except for this show. Where we come on every Wednesday night, and we've you and I have both missed an episode here or there. So fifty-four straight weeks. If nobody was in the the comments, or yeah, nobody but I don't think it's hard. You play in the no theater. You just go in and turn the thing on. Somebody, it could be a different guy turning the thing on for fifty-four weeks. <laughs> no, it's the same guy. That that's the that's the beauty of the story. Well, he fucking um, owns it. He owns the theater. <laughs> but he's that's what you do when you own your theater. You do whatever you want. It's screened every <laughs> every Saturday night at Portland's Clinton Street Theater for forty-three years. Theater was forced to close last year on March 15th due to the pandemic, but Nathan Williams, theater owner, was determined to not break the long-standing tradition. 
So he made sure to be at the theater every Saturday for the past year, screening a movie without an audience in attendance, though he admits he sometimes sneak a friend into the projection booth, which again is as as a, as I watch it alone, I watch it during the snowstorm. I was in a position to keep a flame burning and to keep a torch lit. I'm just a guy holding a torch for the city of Portland for all the weirdos, for all the people who don't have a safe place to go home, we're home. Um, William serves as the MC for Rocky Nights at the theater. Owner Lanny, Lanny Joe Lee allowed the match to continue happening in empty void because she wanted her theater family to know that the midnight screenings would still be waiting for them when things got a chance to reopen. She said this, it's just kind of silly little thing, but it was still a sense of hope. This is what is normal. Normal is we play Rocky Horror on a Saturday night, and that's what's happening. Um, Rocky Horror Picture was the first movie screened to an audience when the Clinton Street Theater reopened on April 3rd. The theater has been standing in the same location since 1914 and is one of Oregon's oldest movie palaces. Uh, she managed to keep it open during the pandemic thanks to grants, loans, fundraisers, donations, lowered rent from her landlord. Uh, I, on one hand, I would get really anxious, depressed, and upset, especially in the beginning, but the people just kept coming and saying, you mean so much to us, this place, I, I would think. I don't have the money this month, and somehow someone would just send it. It felt like a miracle. It felt like Jimmy Stewart, and it's a wonderful life, which is a great thing. So I, there are stories of hope for theaters. Yeah. That's, well, that's a story of hope. less of those than there are the, uh, <laughs> the hey, we're, everything's closing. Uh, but that's a great story. I like it. I sent it to you, so fucking let's go. That's my story. That it. Okay. <laughs> we both send stories to one I another. I sent a happy story. I sent a happy story. I usually send the sad one. Yes, I am. I am, usually send miserable stories. I've been sending sky is falling stories because I'm worried about movie theaters and I want movie theaters back. Uh, but so that's a good story. Uh, I think that's a great place to end news. Are we ready for the top five? The top five is great this week. I mean. It's a great list, and I actually do want to go over I mean, some of the other. It's a good list, but like, uh, you feel it's not shocking enough. There's none of it surprising. You guys all went for the, you know, you all went for the obvious, and also the annoying thing happened where uh, the top five includes like some of the biggest franchises that have like separate franchises inside them. So it's like, come on, well, we're bro. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk that. We're gonna talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Okay. But I do want to talk about some of the movies, that, some of the other movies that didn't make the list before we get to the top five. Cause there were some really creative ones and there were some really interesting things um, in, in within the top five. So let's before the top five. So let's go through it really quick. Um, and this all stemmed from somebody putting up uh, losing franchises. Joseph Croft put up which, which franchise would you lose? But let's there. So we had over 40 responses. Uh, including the top five, but so things that made the li- that didn't get a lot of votes, but still deserve the Return of the Living Dead movies, uh, the Police Squad movies, the Jackie Chan movies, the Dracula Hammer films, um, uh, Frankenstein, Batman, Medea, Austin Powers. Um, we had a, we had our first uh, Indian uh, kind of somebody uh, put put Medea. We only got one vote, thank God. But <laughs> somebody Rocky got some votes. Uh, Rohit Shetty's Cop Universe, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Santa Claus. Santa Claus actually is an underrated one. Um, you know that's Death Wish movies, but the Death Wish movies made Matrix didn't get a lot of votes. Dirty Harry, right? A lot of Dirty Harry movies. Uh, the Rambo verse, Friday the Thirteenth did not get a lot of love. Uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. 
Also didn't get a lot of love. Lethal Weapon, Planet of the Apes, Ocean's Eleven, Resident Evil, Alien, Evil Dead. Evil Dead is an interesting one. That got mentioned. Uh, Godfather, Scream, Fast and the Furious. The Cornetto Trilogy, which is Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and The End of the World. <laughs> you put up John Wick, which got 13, so it was double digits. It went in late. I think it lost some votes because it, 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 it did go in late. Uh, Lola, our, our movie uh, motivation from last week, put him back to the future. We have the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise from Velvet, Monty Python from Joseph Croft, a Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit. I, I would argue that they're two different franchises. With are you a, so, uh, what do you? I thought you were asking about the surprising ones because, like, some some people got real creative. Like the Kyle put View Askew. View Askew one is great. Clerks, Morats, Chasing Amy. So that's like not a thing you would think was a franchise. Or somebody put the Cornetto trilogy, which I don't even know what that means, but it's Hot Fuzz well, and Shaun of the Dead, and also the, the End of the World, right? That's yeah. the, the the Cornetto trilogy is is uh, Edgar Wright and um, it's Edgar Wright and I. The names are escaping me right now. Hold on, the names are just I, I just went poof. I went up on it. Um, hold on. We got this. But yeah, there was some creativity. And then the the ones that, that were the ones that everybody loves are the ones that kind of like snuck through and got to the top five. But you, I, I the Cornetto trilogy is, that got a lot of votes. Like that got way more votes than I thought it was going to get. Um, so Simon Pegg, Nick Frost are in the Cornetto trilogy. So basically it's them, Shaun of the Dead. It is Hot Fuzz and it's The End of the World, uh, which are all very fun movies. Um, what else? Uh, James Bond didn't get enough votes. I was kind of shocked by that. Halloween franchise didn't get enough votes, but then we get to the top five. Star Trek. Also, the tough part is, uh, and I guess that would be the argument we can have with the top five, is out of the top five, <laughs> this is going to be hard, but only the top five out of my thoughts. So the top five, I mean, if you look at the page, it's obvious. Number one, Star Wars. Two, Marvel. Three, Indiana Jones. Four, Harry Potter. Five, Star Trek. If you're mad that I read it that way, I mean, you can just go look and see what the top five is. It's, it's There's no there. mystery we, anymore. We've lost the but, mystery, yes. So Indiana Jones and Harry Potter are the only true franchises out of that top five. And what do I mean is that when you look at Star Trek, Star Wars, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are several franchises technically within, within the those franchises. Okay. I, I, right. And you and I discussed this, and we, we made the decision we made the decision to not alter it and just say you can't, you can't. Like, so Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're right, it houses several. It houses the Avengers franchise, which I think would probably be something you would think about. The one I would think about would be the Captain America franchise, right? Uh, it also houses the Thor franchise. It houses Ant-Man franchise. It houses a bunch of different things. So I understand what you're saying, and I, I thought we'd run into a problem with that. But what I would say is that the franchises that made it, um, the franchises that made it, are they have stood the test of time, right? I mean, even Potter, which is probably the youngest of these franchises, yeah, and Marvel, the two right. youngest ones are still their babies compared to the other the other three, right? The other three are all 80s and 70s and even 60s. Um, so what I would say is 
if we're going to do the top five franchises, what I would say is the Halloween movies. If you want, let's start with Halloween. So Halloween has What's Halloween you, six. Why are we talking about Halloween? <laughs> it's not the top five. Oh, I'm sorry. GW. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let's talk about Star Trek. I maybe just because I want to talk about Halloween. But you talk about Star Trek. You're right. There's within Star Trek the Star Trek franchise. You have you have the Ooh, Pike Chichin movie. Chong is a good one. I didn't see that. That should have been added. Yeah. Chong um, franchise. Yeah, those are great movies. Um, but Star Trek. So it has original cast, next generation. And then it has the J.J. Abrams reboot. So, what about that? What uh, what I would say is there are, there are movies that are like pick out of that franchise. What what ones you love? I love Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan. I love Star Trek Four, Voyage Home, Star Trek Six, The Undiscovered Country. Right? I'm not. And then when we get in the Next Generation, the only Next Generation one I really truly love is First Contact. And then when we get into the, the the ones with Chris Pine, I like I like the original. I think the the first Star Trek was really good, and actually, I think Star Trek Beyond was really good at the end. The last one was really interesting. Just kind of I thought all the Chris Pine ones were good. Oh, uh, Into Darkness is rough. Into Darkness because Into Darkness got wrapped up in being this, yeah. Into Darkness, the one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan. Oh, with Khan, right? No, it, I like that one too. It, it got, I liked all of them actually, to be honest. But I think. Um, for me, the first one with, you know, Hemsworth playing, uh, playing Kirk's dad and the second timeline, it's skewered off. And uh, like, there's some interesting stuff going on there. So I can, I understand what you're saying. So you'd rather it see it, uh, jump in and be able to go, uh, next generation or first crew or reboot. That's what, that's how you would want to do it. Well, I mean, that's how it makes sense. Well, cause I, I mean, are we talk, were you still talking Star Trek? Or are we talking Star Wars? Because Star no. Wars, the, the original three, the prequels, and now the new three. So, and there's a solo movie. So where do those fit in? Well, I, there's just okay. a lot of yeah. There's a there's lot, lot of, back, of okay. So what I would say is for Star Wars, if you're going to go, jump right to Star Wars from Star Trek, I'd say the original trilogy is the best. And and if you want to put the I I'd put the original trilogy against anything. Jedi isn't as good as the other two, but the first two are pretty much as bang up cinema as you can get uh, with regards to 80s, well, 70s and 80s. The worst. So I would Prequel, say prequels are prequels are a sign of their times. And I would say the new ones are okay, except like the first one force awakens was special because it brought everybody back for a moment and everybody kind of whatever. And then it kind of got wrapped up in itself. And then there's fighting about, you know, the last Jedi and then fighting about the rise of Skywalker and it, uh, what I would say that the interesting thing about the franchise with the, within Star Wars is it is the number one franchise, but it also is splintered to the point where the fans are kind of they're borderline obnoxious and crazy. And I'm not talking about me. I know I am, but there you is mean a, where Marvel is getting now. <laughs> I think well, the Marvel I, fans are starting to get Star Wars aggressive. Well, Marvel fans are well, are they they're not as aggressive as the Snyder Cut people. So I mean, I think the, you don't the think Mar so. They made Elizabeth Olsen, and uh, they now made Wyatt Russell quit social media. <laughs> quit social media. <laughs> well, because I, he's evil Cap. Like he's supposed to be evil Cap. <laughs> like you fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that's I think. So I think you're going to get toxicity in every fan base right now because 
the social media platform that we're all on that that we when you're behind a keyboard you can be mean to people in a way that 20 years ago i don't think anybody would be so i think i i take it all with a grain of salt and i pull back like i you know like for star wars fans i think watching people fight over rose tico and kelly kelly tran and being so upset about a minor character in a star wars movie and the idea that she was put in as an everyman character like a, a character like you and me working in a in a shuttle bay and Han Solo walks by, her reaction was was what our reaction would be, and I think people just hated her one because she, I, I don't know if it was because she was Asian, but it was definitely because she was a female character, and I and there was a whole thing, and then it became because she was Asian and female, so it became this weird. I just I stand back and go, I can't believe you guys are being like this, because um, Star Wars has always been inclusive. All nerds, all nerds welcome in Star Wars. Um, so I think, but there is levels of toxicity everywhere. Um, Marvel, I think is fighting this whole thing going with DC right now where there's, but the Marvel cinematic universe. So what are the franchises there? This cap franchise, I think is probably cap and the Avengers are the two that are near the top, right? Avengers have had the most successful movies, including Endgame and infinity war. Right. Cap though. The cap Cap franchise. I mean, civil war. Winter Soldier and first, first the Avenger. first Avenger are all pretty good. So those are the those are the highlights in that franchise. Um, and then you know you're looking at something like Potter. Potter, you're right. Potter, Indiana Jones, um, are the ones that are wholehearted entities of themselves. They're never out of whatever until we get like if they. Well, the Potter does have a spinoff though. So I, you know, if you look at Potter, doesn't necessarily have a spinoff, but the Fantastic Beasts. Are in the Potterverse. They're like, but see, people didn't even technically. I bet you the people who voted for Harry Potter didn't consider Fantastic Beasts as being part of that franchise because it's technically oh, its own franchise. It, it's technically its own, right? But I, but I do think it's part of the Potterverse. Um, okay, yeah, Velvet has a point. I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit. <laughs> um, probably, yeah, thirty years ago. But yeah, people were nicer at a certain point, and we've gotten very toxic, but. I think what's interesting about all these franchises is they're all being continually right now. They're generated and working to churn out more stuff as they've been bought up by like, if you look at it, three out of three out of the five are owned by Disney. The top three are owned by Disney right now. And then Warner brothers owns Harry Potter and Paramount owns Star Trek. So we're in a weird spot. I was shocked that Bond didn't get higher. Bond is one of the the biggest and best franchises of all time. And it's maybe Bond didn't make the top five because it was it's a little bit dated. But I thought, you know, Daniel Craig has done a pretty good job bringing it up, uh, bringing it up and bringing it uh, to the point. And Halloween not making it is always is always sad. But I think Halloween, the last reboot, uh, the continuation of the original story where they shifted the timeline, I think is, has, has worked wonders. So, um, even James Bond, it's, I think all of these is like, I mean, you pick the actor franchise, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. When, and the the thing about the bonds, bonds, like, yeah, the thing about the franchises though, that we're looking at though, they're all super powered with a built in, the built-in like nerddom that goes along with them, like Star Wars has that. Right. Marvel has the comic book people that have 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 flocked to the cinematic universe. Indiana Jones is like 
is kind of like the cool cousin of the Star Wars fans. Because Indiana Jones came out right around the same time when Harrison Ford was ascending to be like one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Potter has its own unique little fandom where, you know, they come down and visit Orlando. They do, you know, they have, you know, they buy quid- wands, they buy wands, Quidditch tournaments. So that that's like that's the closest, I think, if you're looking at things, I think Potter is probably the closest to Star Wars. But even that franchise has had problems with toxicity, with J.K. Rowling uh, doing fighting with transgender people, which is, you know, so it's a weird we, we have so much toxicity that even it it, street, it steams into the stuff we love the most. And I'm, I'm happy that Star Wars won. Um, and I agree with I agree with, Jer, uh, with Jerry. Did you think Star Wars wasn't going to win? I told you I thought I thought Marvel Cinematic at this point would win, only because Marvel Cinematic they have a lot of they have they have the momentum they, and like now they're branching out into shows. I think Star Wars won, and I didn't think about it, but Star Wars won because not only is it the franchise that has the movies, but I think I think Star Wars is the franchise that has this. This is the hottest thing going. This is. I don't think. No, you don't think no, the Mandalorian I mean, is part of the franchise? It is part of the franchise, but I mean, Marvel has made you forget about the Mandalorian. No, no. The moment, the moment Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, and the Mandalorian hit next year, it'll be just as hot as what we're in with WandaVision and Falcon. But it's also, I've also noticed it doesn't matter because no matter what, the mouse wins. Yes, uh, the the franchise. The promotion of wins. Star Wars movies and Marvel shows are exactly the same. They're literally like even how they're presented, like it's the same. Well, but but also what in, what's interesting about the mouse being in charge of things, they have they have moved to a world where we're back to normal, waiting a week to talk about a show, which is which is unique. We are we are a feed us now. Feed us now, feed us now, right? Yeah, and then they drop this mid-season trailer, and I'm like, "Yo, I need to watch that shit right now." I'm gonna now. I'm not gonna lie to you. The rumors going around that the cameo on Friday is gonna be the biggest thing since sliced bread in the MCU. So people are. Well, losing. I'm not getting my hopes up because we know what fucking happens. It's gonna be Vision wearing a different color costume. <laughs> it's gonna be orange Vision. You're still, you're still salty. I do like that you're still salty. Well, um, now they're saying, so Wyatt Russell hinted that there's possibly a Chris Evans appearance in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So now that's what the internet's like. Oh, Chris Evans is going to be in it now. I don't think it's going to be Chris Evans. John, no, they're saying the cameo is not Chris Evans. They're saying Chris Evans is going to still be in the show and the cameo is not him. Yeah, well, that I, you're back to where you were with WandaVision. Well, uh, John, no, I can't. it's hard to avoid. John, John brings Comic, up yeah, Screen Rant wrote it. If you if you don't know where Rogue One fits in the Star Wars saga, you're not paying attention. I don't think that's what he meant. Um, I I'm gonna it's stick not. up for Paul. Paul did not mean it that way. What Paul was saying is Rogue One and Solo are kind of these movies that are that are that are happy happy, um, happy afterthoughts for Star Wars fans. Rogue One especially is 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 developed a following where people have. People are really in love with Rogue One. The characters in Rogue One, the 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 storyline of Rogue One, Vader going off at the end of Rogue One. Um, so I think Rogue One is actually one of the most underrated Star Wars movies in the sense that at the time it wasn't, it didn't do as well. Uh, I am also going to say for everyone here, Solo is a lot better than you think it is. No, it's not. 
You shut yeah, your mouth. I'm not going to shut my mouth. It's a lot better than you think it is. It's a fun movie. Does a lot it's of poop. cool things. There's a lot of cool things. The only good thing about Solo is the fact that maybe we'll get a sweet, sweet Lando movie with a uh, what's his face. Uh, would you be Would you be happy with a Donald sweet Lando Glover. movie? The characters being called uh, fluid, gender fluid. Would you be okay with that? Wait, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, hit you, that hit you hard. I know you're reading your phone at the time, but so the, the character has been described the new the way Donald Glover has agreed to play him as gender fluid, so he can go either way. Yeah, okay? I'm fine with that. Land, I, I, I feel I like think, Lando think, Fox, and it doesn't matter who. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. With okay, that. Mandalorian is not part of the movie franchise. It's a TV show, not a feature film. Canonical, sure. Shouldn't be included in the poll. I'm not saying it's not included in the poll, John, but The Mandalorian is the show that brought the Star Wars universe back. So I think if we had done this poll like eight months ago before The Mandalorian Season 2 hit, I think you would have had um, more groundswell for the MCU. But I think The Mandalorian has allowed people to like Star Wars again in a way that was not was not really happening with the new trilogy. I think uh, it's still in the franchise, though. Well, no, it's, uh, like I said, I well, think... Well, look at baseball, right? So the Yankees are a franchise, but the minor league team is part of the franchise. Yeah, and, and, and I don't consider the Mandalorian right now as the minor league anything. But I'm saying it's like a different level. But, but no, no, so but... Like it, well, TV, but, film, but I think, but I think one of the things that makes... One of the things about the Mandalorian and the Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision that is interesting and going on is that they are not they're not minor league at all. They are, they're every bit as major league as their big cousins, right? Well, I mean, if you look at Star Trek, is the TV shows and the movies separate from the franchise or they're the franchise? I know. I, I think the shows are the franchise. Yeah. Like I, I, I think they're so part of the franchise. I think next generation, you can't is, separate them. There's literally right. the same characters. I think next generation is still, is still amazing. And I think that the show that I grew up and loved watching was Deep Space Nine. I love Deep Space Nine more than any other. Well, Deep Space Nine and Star Trek The Next Generation were basically on at the same time. They had crossovers right, but and Deep Space, But Deep Space Nine, um, when it came out, Deep Space Nine was was the Star Trek show that actually... Uh-huh. John's got us. He's got us. He's got us. He's got okay, us. Okay, he does have he us. does okay, say so... movie franchise. Okay, so wait a second. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I... Yeah, sure, John, it does. But what I'm saying to you is when you have a poll and a show like The Mandalorian hits, it makes it easier to vote for the Star Wars franchise, even though subconsciously you know it's movie poll. I, I think it's it's a subconscious thing. Just even, an opinion. Jordan though. brought it up, so we, we got got. So. But I'm, I'm saying that this, The Mandalorian is still right. a responsible for... I get what for, you're saying. People we just have still... to word our shit better. <laughs> Jesus. You can't have a Star Trek movie You know we're going to get called out if we do that. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. What I'm saying is it's not it's not as big a deal as, oh, we got caught. Like, it's not. Um, okay, so what else? Um, that is this week's poll. Paul and I have not discussed next week's poll. Um, I don't know. Paul, we did really good franchises, and I watched a really terrible fence. Are we doing worse franchises? Yes, let's do worse franchises. 
Top five worst franchises. Top five worst franchises. Movies that make money and are getting made and made and made. In Fast but, and the Furious? Yeah. But there's some gems in Fast and the Furious, though. So it doesn't make sure it a worst there is. franchise. Sure Dude, there Fast is. Fast Five is awesome. Maybe it doesn't get votes. I mean, but I'm telling you, I watched the tra- I watched the trailer. I watched the trailer today. But... I watched the trailer today, where they had giant magnets holding a truck up, and I'm just telling you right now. Also, uh, also, uh, did they do Tyrese, that? With, uh, also, Tyrese, Tyrese, and and Ludacris were going to space in the in the trailer. Yeah, just... they said they were going to space. Yeah, I just. Okay. I don't know what a reason car drivers need to go to the space, but if they're driving cars in space, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. They uh, use velvet, NOS to velvet, get back to Earth. Velvet, I don't know. Velvet, velvet. Yes. Hell no! I voted for Star Trek. I stand by that. I watch the show without the movies and the movies without the show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think that's part of it. Uh, Paul brings up favorite TV franchise, Happy Days. So, Paul, John, Paul, Lona. First off, you're dating yourself. Secondly. Uh, I would I would ask anybody here uh, in the comments as we're talking about this, can you give me now, John Paul Lone, I'm not, not you because you can't do this because you understand. Can you give me three shows that spun off from Happy Days? That's I'm just I just want to see if people can do it in the comments. Three shows that that all started on Happy Days. Let's see if we can do that by the end of the show. We're gonna no, do that. No. I got um, nothing. You got nothing? It's okay. I got nothing. So top, I, next week's top five, is that what we're doing? Is that what we're I think we should do that. I think we should. I top think it'll five be fun. worst. The worst franchises. franchises. The movies that you look at and you go, I can't believe they made another one. Or, oh my God. Uh, Brandon Reagan's got one of them. Brandon Reagan's got one. That was a TV show? And that was a TV show. Yes, it was. Brandon Reagan, was ding, ding, ding. Ring that. Like Joni I don't want to ring a bell because that's somebody else. But I'm going to say... Get that man a gold star. Joni Loves Shachi is one of the offshoot Happy Days franchises. I don't know that you're going to... I don't know that... Um, Wasn't there... John, it's Mork, Mork and Mindy. Oh, there we go. Jasper Katz, Mork and Mindy. Jasper's got them all. Laverne Charles and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mork and Mindy very barely... Happy Days ties. Like, there was, like, what, a little, like, tiny crossover or something like that? I forget. Morgan, well, Mork appeared. That was the first show he ever yeah. appeared on. Robin right. Williams appeared on Mork and Mindy. He was, uh, he was stealing the cool from the phones. Yeah. He, he showed up, and he was, he wanted to steal the cool from the phones. He turned the phones not cool. <laughs> nice. It's a really great episode. It's a fantastic episode. And it Anything all takes, Williams is it all takes, it all takes place in, uh, in the Cunningham, Cunningham's, living room and it's just it's it's richie trying to save the fawns from mork right so it's good times it's a good show good times morgan mindy show. laverne and shirley laverne and shirley is actually a really funny show so i i remember watching on tuesday nights when i was way younger tuesday nights was happy days more uh, laverne and shirley and then three's company which, by the way, one of the stories of the week we didn't get to. They have a Three's Company channel on one of these on one of these cable networks. It's just probably Three's Company. Uh, Pluto. Just, Is it Pluto? It's just Three's Company. Pluto all has day. all those weird channels where it's just like a TV show and it just plays that. So, like Pluto, you can watch Cops. <laughs> yeah. You can watch Cops all day. Uh, but uh, uh, I, like I could get behind yeah. a Three's Company channel. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> John Ritter was a genius. Free, sign up for it. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out after the show. Somebody sent it to me. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, so good times. Next week's big poll. What franchise do you hate? The franchise, the five worst franchises. Uh, we did the best. We we saw the best. There's a lot of good uh, give and take back and forth. Um, and I'm super happy with the, the thing. You know what didn't make the worst work? franchise debate might be more intense because people will be defending their franchises they don't think are shit. Yes, I, I this is going to be great. I think it's going to be very fun. So you know, join in the comments, talk about to think it. About what franchise I think are shit. I've, 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 I'm, I, I'll put them up when I get there on Friday. Um, what, what else, what else am I going to say with regard? We're, we're nearing 600 members, Paul, in the group. The goal is a thousand, baby. The goal is a thousand, there. baby. We're 400 we're, away. We're 400 this away. This is episode, is, uh, 45 or 46. So four. So, Ooh, where'd he go? We lost Paul. That's okay. Uh, but what I was going to say is I'm we're so proud of everybody bringing people into the group. Um, I would also say what's cool about the group is there's a lot of uh, fun stuff that people well, generate. Well, the goal is is to also not try to go to a different website from the one that the podcast is running from, but that's, you know, but, uh, that's what you do. Those are simple goals and technology, Paul. Technology. Technology is fucking hard. Uh, um, but yeah, so I let's talk. Let's talk. I don't want you too upset, but let's talk about this. So this is episode 46. Four episodes to get, get 400 people. 50. We need 100 people, so everybody needs to get to work. No, just... We, we love that oh, everybody... Jordan brings up a good question. So bad that they're good or just bad? I think bad. I mean, we did the best. I think bad. But, I mean, Fast and the Furious could be bad, but also good. Some of them are, you are enjoyable. Are you vote? Are you... Worse than five is pretty, I think Fast One through Five is pretty good. You think Seven's Tokyo Drift? You think Tokyo Drift is good? You go back and rewatch Tokyo Drift. It's rather enjoyable. <laughs> so what worse than what qualifiers? Though? Okay, so what I would say is, I would say for for people, and I, I you know I think it's, I would say this. Um, so no awesome. Not awesome. Not awesomely bad. Not something where you enjoy it, it's trashy, it's fun. Something where you look at you go, oh my god, there's another one of those? When? How? Why did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> See? We're already debating. But yes, it's bad. Uh, but it's good. Some of it's good. Most of it's... Well, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> what Tokyo Drift Blue? Uh, that is like the ever, ever reaction. But here's the thing. I, I think we go with what Movie, the franchise you look. How about this? Let's make the qualifier of this. And for people who don't listen, we'll make sure I, I put it there. Let's talk. Well, but Sharknado could be one. Sharknado could be one because it's how many fucking Sharknados are we gonna have? First time, fun, bad, okay. Seven in. But see, the first one was fun, bad. Seven so in to support a terror cocaine habit. No, no, no. Somebody's gotta do it. Um, I think, I think it's bad. I think it's gotta be bad. So it's stuff you look down and you see it on coming, come into your stream and you go, how the hell did that get made? How did it happen? Or diminishing returns movies, like a franchise where it, it just kept on coming and kept on coming and kept on coming, even when nobody wanted more of them. And, and all they were doing was folding in on itself. 
Oh, wait, wait, pause. Pause for one second. Ah, that's better. <laughs> it was bugging me. It was bugging me. Because when I look at you, it looked like I was looking away. I don't know. It just fits. I'm. Oh, my God. I'm going to wound JW with at least one of my worst picks. But, okay. Wound away. I, I don't know. Well, we JW is every- probably going to put the Rob Zombie Halloween franchise. So, you're both going to get wounded on this one. <laughs> I, and maybe it just, goes along the I'll same put, line because you got to pick put, which franchise. Maybe I'll just put Rob maybe Zombie Twilight. Filmmaker. Twilight was pretty bad. That's not a franchise. That's just his career. Yeah, um, but all of his movies are the same. So... It is what it is. Uh, um, <laughs> you know what didn't make the list that I was shocked at? Not one mention of a Spider-Man movie. It falls Not, under the Marvel franchise. But but That's no. What it is. But it but I don't think it but it's it not does. Marvel cinematic. No, That's no, 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 the no. way people think though is that Spider-Man falls into that. But but the Raimi Spider-Mans are, any, are are completely separate. And that's where I kind well, of... Well, somebody brought it up before. I think it was John, like Marvel versus Marvel Studios. They're separate things. Well, Marvel Cinematic Universe is totally different from Marvel. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, See, Jerry. I'm just saying. They're separate. Yeah, I and, it, and it's clearly separate because they're not like the Sony movies are not being produced with the MCU in mind. So like I'm talking the first three Spider-Mans, the second two Spider-Mans, and Venom and the new Carnage movie coming out. They're all completely separate. The only I ones wish, that are because Tom Hardy and Tom Holland in the same movie together would be great. But... That's almost like that's almost that's gonna be like that's almost gonna be a stroke fest for you. That's gonna be like that's close. If they add Ryan Reynolds to that movie. Well, Deadpool's going to be all doing all the Stan Lee cameos. So, I mean, <laughs> so, all yeah. Tom Hardy, Ryan um, Reynolds, and Tom Holland in the same movie. So, yeah. let's talk Let's talk uh, big stuff. Let's talk important things. You lost again. How does it feel? Is it okay? It's, uh, it feels like bullshit. That's what it feels like. That's It feels like bullshit. The Winchester it- brothers should not be Arya Stark, but... You guys are full of shit. But it, ha- but it happened. I lost faith in it's ha- our I'm fan base of this show. I'm up 7-5. I trusted you guys in the beginning, and now we have broken up. So you got it wrong. You got it <laughs> the wrong. trust I'm is gonna, broken. I'm going to give you the option. Do you want me to pick first? So you can kind you of pick, pick first. I'm going to have pick a chance. First. I'm going to pick first. Okay. Do you have all the lists this time? I do. I do, Ooh. actually. I mean, there's only one list to work from, really. Well, two, technically. It's all the TV lists. It's the TV list. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I got you. Uh, I am going to take... Ooh, deep thought. Deep thought. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Walter White. Ooh. I am going to take Raylan Givens. Might that as well was take were, a cop were, to get Walter were, White. Those were the two I was looking at. So I was like, big... this motherfucker says Raylan Givens. I'm going to throw my mouse across the room. The re- <laughs> you wanna, do you want to know? It was what I was. Those were the two I was looking at shows. Um, I went with, I, I think Justified is popular, but I don't think Justified is Walter White. Walter White popular. Yeah. Popular. 
We'll see. Cop versus queen. Okay, so we got the big. The big thing is the worst. Your worst five. Your top five worst franchises. We also have Walter White going against Raylan Givens. So drug dealer versus U.S. Marshal. Pretty standard and basic. And if they did a crossover show, you and I would be be watching. Yeah, you and I would be watching (laughs) once and twice on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I would finish it and then watch it again. (laughs) I would be like, well. Let's run it back. <laughs> we can rewatch that. Um, but also, what, I, what we do want to say, we have 587 in the group. Please continue to invite people. We had, we, had a, we had a groundswell of people coming in this week. Please keep that up. Uh, share the link. Let people know what's going on. Also, we, I want to thank everybody that's going into the group and putting up content. The stuff you guys, the, the Twinkie stuff was fantastic. Um, so I want to give a little bit of love to some of the best Twinkie comments because uh, I, I, they were some of them were hilarious. So basically, somebody came up with an idea of doing uh, replaced uh, lines of dialogue with Twinkies. Now, some of the dialogue wasn't great, um, but some of the stuff was really funny. So insert the word Twinkie into a famous movie quote. So a couple of them, you can't handle the Twinkie. Uh, go ahead, and make Sometimes my Twinkie. You can't. Sometimes you ever you eat a Twinkie? I get you got to get halfway through a Twinkie, and then you're like, they're you know. not, they're not great. Uh, I'm not a big Twinkie it's a fan. Lot of sugar. It's um, a lot of sugar. I guess that was your, I guess that was your Twinkie in the wood chipper. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I guess I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing Twinkies. Um, oh my God, he's got a little cough. Yeah, he's old. Take car, go to mom's, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold Twinkie. And wait for all of this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? <laughs> Sean and the Dead were talking about the Cornados earlier. Uh, <clears throat> how about um, ever you ever dance with a Twinkie in the pale moonlight? You ever Twinkie with the devil in the pale moonlight? Sorry. Um, uh, I'd like to eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Twinkie. That's a good one. Uh, my mama always said life was like a box of Twinkies. There's no Twinkie in baseball. I said, uh, let's no see. Twinkies How about this? in baseball? Yes, sir. <laughs> I think you uh, get fried gr- Twinkies at some baseball. There was place. a great one. Somebody put up a great one of the end of si- the beginning of Citizen Kane with the glass globe falling off uh, Charles Foster Kane's bed. Just Twinkie mm-hmm. instead of Rosebud. Um, so uh, show me the Twinkie was also a good one. Instead of show me the money. Uh, so I just want to say thank you very much. I, I got a good laugh out of them. I know Paul did. We want to thank Apparently everybody. Flanders is also way more badass in people's minds than I thought he was going to be. Ned Flanders is scary, scary good. That was another thing that got put up this week that everybody flocked to. We love it. Keep it up. Bring more people in. Bring like-minded individuals. Uh, you can find us here every Wednesday night live. Live like magic time. Uh we uh, oh. we like ah, look at that! Boom! Oh, <laughs> live on look Facebook. at us! It's ending right at an hour and a half, like we're supposed to. Yeah, that's what like a amazing. Team players, we are. Um, hit hit like and subscribe, uh, follow us, do whatever we want. to shout out to Red Alert Radio. We're still doing very well on them, and we want to thank everybody for listening. Where can they find you, Paul Spratt? At Paul Spratt on everything. I'm J.W. Powell, the Florida movie guy. Thank you for joining us for Loud and Nerdy. We'll see you next week. Top five worst franchises. And the and Raylan Givens goes up against Walter White. Boom. Booyah. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>